Hey guys, welcome to Beach Theory. Welcome to Beach Theory. Today's episode is, is brought to you by Tiny Homes. Just kidding, it's not. But I do love tiny homes, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Okay, let's talk about tiny homes then. Okay, tiny home living. First off, what is it? What is it? Um, I think I don't know what is actually officially considered a tiny home. Like what size? I think that if you have ten kids and you live in a thousand <laughs> square foot home, that's a tiny home. I agree. It if also you, yeah. If it, you live alone and you live in a thousand square foot home, it's not a tiny home. That's like that's pretty easy, I think. So really, it's relative. That is true. Okay, so so my tiny home living. Let's just talk about that. So. What I used to think that was okay, I'm ready. and my like perception of tiny home living, honestly, I had no desire at all to do anything like tiny home living. The only thing I really wanted was an RV and I wanted it so that we could go on trips and go camping Glamping. and never have to <laughs> have a tent again. <laughs> Having no. an RV is definitely nicer than it's a tent. It's like the best thing ever. Because compared to a with tent. an RV, you have electricity, you mm -hmm. have running water. You have a comfortable bed you have that's, our and a place that's warm. That's like the biggest thing. And a heater. So nice. You have everything. You have your life. You have your whole house. You have with a you. tiny home. And you can bring it wherever <laughs> you go. It's like having a house in your pocket. Right. So but nice. Versus a tent, which is like frigid cold at night. Barely a I, step above cardboard box. I feel like I get sick every time I go camping because I always get too cold. Or like I cannot rest because I have a baby with me and I'm like, if it gets too cold, this baby's gonna be sick or it's gonna you know, something horrible's gonna happen. So I'm always like my mind is racing and it's not comfortable and it's not fun. So a while ago, was it a couple years ago or something? We were like, let's get an RV. And I, I actually made a like goal on my wall to get an RV. So what is that? A, a vision board. Vision board. I made a vision board and I was like, RV, stuck it up there. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I could not take my mind off of it every single day until we got one. And we got one for a really good price. Yeah, mystery gave it to us. It was free. Yep. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But there's also another truth. Will you hand me that blanket up there? I'm very cold. Equally true. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that truth. The other truth? Yeah. That's equally true? Yeah. It was $7,000? No, it was oh, six. Seven. Oh, now you're making me want it a blanket. Seven. It's warm, isn't it? I hey, yeah, you're taking it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'm help pretty keep sure you it was warm. seven. Maybe it was 6,500. Can you something. believe it? Like, here it is, the middle of summer, and it's freezing it's cold. It's so cold. Outside. We had like a horrible freak cold storm. storm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, now that we've talked about the weather, let's get down to the deep so, subject. So, we got this RV for, I thought it was $6,000. Yeah, I think it was seven, but it really doesn't matter. It's a 1993, and it only had like 23,000 miles. Barely used, and it was owned by uh, some grandparents, so they took like super good care of it, and it was only one owner. I think and, they like, parked it indoors, too. They parked it indoors, so like the tires were, I think, Pretty really old, but like good condition. Everything was good condition. Everything. Yeah. It was just so nice, and, and like it was old, right? It looked super well, old just dated dated but it everything worked and that was what was important so we were like um yes please so we got it 
And um, well, Michael at the time, I think the reason why we really ended up getting it was because I was like, I want an RV. And he's like, well, I want to go on an RV trip on like the West Coast or we cross country or something. We talked about getting a fifth wheel trailer. Yeah, we tried that out once. We rented one. We didn't it was necessarily nice. like it perfectly like we I had like the rv better though because and yeah. for a long time i was wanting the fifth wheel because then i was like i could have any truck i want mm -hmm. there's less moving parts that i have to fix because with an rv if the engine goes bad you know that's a big expense or with a with a fifth wheel you just buy a new truck mm -hmm. to haul it yep. you know what i mean yep but we ultimately went with rv because the convenience of being able to drive down the freeway and go to the bathroom without stopping or make sandwiches yep. for the kids make lunch like or lay down on the bed if somebody's feeling sick go lay down if somebody's like, feeling you tired you don't even have to like get everybody out of bed in the morning every time like you can drive off with everybody in the bed like i i understand there's probably some laws <laughs> rvs but are rvs different. are a little bit different because, get away with like stuff. the seat belts are different like they're old it's like an old vehicle yeah. And so, like, it doesn't even have, like, the straps that go across I think on ours. I think the, the RVs just don't follow the same rules as everybody else. I mean, that's what we that's what we think. That's how we justify it. I guess it. we haven't really looked it up. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's been so... It was so nice. So, so, so nice. It and changed like, your perspective on tiny homes. Absolutely. So, my, my perspective on tiny homes before was this. And I, this is with tiny homes. I hadn't really thought of RV life until we got one. But tiny homes in general i was like oh that's way too small i don't see how i could ever do that like especially considering i have so many kids and like we're billions of kids <laughs> we're like we have you just keep appearing <laughs> you, you act bitter about I'm that i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm being sarcastic um, i love all of my children yes but um so it's it was weird because i was like oh that just seems like uh, not even doable mm -hmm. and so I would be missing out on so many things, right? Like I wouldn't have this or that. I wouldn't be able to have a treadmill. I wouldn't be able to have like, like, I don't know, patio furniture. Like just, I don't know, random things. And we've worked so hard to like get where we are. And we have so much now that I'm like, that would be really hard to get rid of everything and just go full on RV life or tiny home living. But this is what I learned. Uh oh. When we did go full-time it was two months so you know for what it's worth it wasn't a very very long time but it was a good enough time period that it was like i got tired of it you know we got at one point i got very used to it i even was like i don't know how i'm gonna go back to like regular life like it's gonna be nice i know it was i knew it was gonna be nice to go back to regular life in some ways mm -hmm. but what i didn't expect is how how much i would miss it and like how much you fell in love with how it. much i fell in love with it and like how much i feel like it changed even in a good way like our family dynamic totally like okay so we went out and the first week was horrible like it was getting it was nerve-wracking number one because it was the first time we were ever using the rv we didn't know how to do it and we we're like <laughs> trying to figure out how to do all these things and michael's mostly the one who's like you know emptying the poop tank and like filling it up with water and like all these things that are just so new to us right mm -hmm. and then um 
after that first week, though, we kind of started getting the groove of things. And pretty soon it was like, other than every now and then I was like, I need space from my kids and I can't have it. Um, but I feel like it was good because like we just grew close together. All of us, me and Michael and the kids. When you're in a big house, sometimes you can be like, um, I haven't really seen them today. They've just been running around outside playing or like, you know, like. Do we even have kids? <laughs> right now we've, we have a movie on for them in the other room. <laughs> but like, you know, like we, sometimes we work really hard and we don't see them very much. And like, um, and I'm talking about like the older kids mostly, cause obviously we're taking very close watch on the little kids that need it. <laughs> we talked about how hard that first week was. I think I, it was hard for us, but I think that the kids also really struggled being close to each other. Yes. And getting used to it. And yeah. And not after, fighting so much. Not fighting exactly. And so after that they first week. They could not fight. They fought a lot. The kids had finally kind of gotten used to the whole thing. And mm -hmm. they weren't so short-tempered with each other. Yeah. And I think we were also more used to coping with it. And, and we were more patient with the kids too. And I miss. I miss. Um, By the end of that trip, I felt so like much. we were all like. Kumbaya. <laughs> like just super <laughs> this close is the best life ever like i had one sweater for them like one hoodie for them one coat for them i had like three pair or three or four pairs of pants for them and mostly shorts for them maybe i only had like two pairs of pants for them and mostly shorts for them because it was summertime and but i knew we were going to need warm clothes because we went all over like we went from the north but once a week, we would stop at an RV park and I would hit the laundromat and just coin laundry, wash, wash all the clothes. All the clothes. Like we had very minimal. It was like, but I think minimal we had was two I, pairs of shoes each kid. Getting back to like a regular lifestyle of our big home and all of our things, like all of our stuff. Yeah. I think that both you and I, and probably even maybe more you than me, even was feeling like, man, just having all this stuff is a burden. It is is like there's a, it weighs on there's your a mind. good word for it like being a good steward over your things i never really thought too much about that other than like i don't like the thought of having too many things yeah. right now we definitely have too many things like i i feel like i want to get rid of that and i want to get rid of this and like i can look in a room and be like gone 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 and then like it just is really hard to get rid of stuff especially right now with thrift stores not taking things <laughs> but like but it's really a relief getting rid of that junk yes because you feel like you Freedom. don't have that burden weighing yeah. on you and by living a tiny home lifestyle where you only have the necessities mm -hmm. there's nothing extra yep you don't have that same burden of like all this junk yeah and the thing is it's not even necessarily junk it's just extra unnecessary like i think the lesson i learned is what is the least amount of things that i need in this life to be happy to be happy yeah and it was so fulfilling to just like i've got my kids they've got the clothes they need we have shoes we have you know memories we together have food and we have and each other and like that's all that matters and all of everything that was important to us during that time was in a very small amount of space mm -hmm. that was going with us wherever we went. And it was just like, whoa, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. And then like we moved back home and 
Oh, and it was so easy for kids to do the chores. Like they were super obedient. <laughs> well, they were because it was like, <laughs> do your chores, pick up after yourself. And it was like five seconds later. Okay, we're done. I'm like, well, oh, the, the whole house is clean. <laughs> <laughs> it would take five minutes to mess that entire RV into a big pile of garbage. And it would only take five minutes to clean it up till it was sparkling spit Yeah, shine. it was like so easy. Yeah. So, so easy. And I just love that yeah. so much. I like that And too. like I... And I think, you know, in this house, this huge house that we're in, I'm like, whoa, even if I work all day working on, you know, half of the house, the other half of the house, half of the house is destroyed. And by the time I get to that half of the house, the other half is destroyed. And it just seems like there's never a point where everything is clean. And for the first time in my life in the RV, I was like, this is easy. I can do this every single day and have a perfectly clean house. And it was clean. And I've never really been good at cleaning. And that, that's probably why. I feel know. like we're trying to sell you guys on tiny home living. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just talking about the pros and cons. The cons were we couldn't get away from the kids, even if we wanted to, because it was like close quarters all the time. And another con was we didn't have people living with us because there was not space for anything more than just you and me and our kids yeah and so because of that we couldn't go on dates without mm -hmm. the kids mm -hmm. we couldn't go anywhere without the kids because yeah. there was no one to watch them yeah so we were literally with them all, all the day time. every day but that i but like we said after that first week it got very manageable to the point where it wasn't a uncomfortable situation to be around the kids yeah. all day every day you know what though something else that was hard and also good this this is the weird thing is like and that didn't make any sense but you know what i mean <laughs> we had we had limited amount of internet so like at night typically we would like you know put the kids to bed and go lay down and watch a show together and just like relax and that was our way of like winding down at the end of the day but we could not do that because we were uploading every single day a new video and we had very limited internet so it was like sorry there's no screen time phone fun time you know it was just get your because i was using a mobile hotspot for everything yeah. and so we'd run out of data mm -hmm. just uploading our one day, once a day videos mm -hmm. to the beach house. So even at the end of the day, when I would normally be like, oh, I'm going to go on my Facebook or I'm going to watch a show. It was like, that, did, that just didn't happen mm -hmm. because we couldn't do it. So I feel like that was really like a downside in some ways. And in other ways, it was so good for me to do that. Because I remember at night specifically, usually here or in a house, I would be like completely tuned into my phone zoning out from everything else in the world but in the rv it was like oh here's my phone my natural reaction i think i'm addicted you know you just go to your phone mm -hmm. like i would do that and i realized i couldn't do that i'd set my phone down and it's like perfectly silent i get up and i look at all the kids and they're so cute just sleeping there and i check them Make sure everybody's breathing. <laughs> you know, all the mother things. Okay. And then like... We just have to go on another trip. Uh, we just have to. And then I like... I Michael's it. sleeping. My soul needs I know. It. I need it too. I'm so craving it. And then like... it's And then I just like lay down and have silence for a while. Silence uninterrupted with technology. And it just did my brain good. It did my body good. It did my everything good. <laughs> and then like... You come back here and it's the opposite. Technology everywhere, you know? So how do you think... <clears throat> ooh, ooh, and oh, I remember sorry. something else. 
we only had a VCR to have entertainment for the kids. So we had like 20 VHS tapes that we just had in the cupboard and they just rotated through those ones and we're like, it was like when I was a kid, when I was like, these are our options. Everybody reads them off. You all decide on one, you watch it. And then, you know, you watch it again next week because that's the only videos you have. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So here's my question then, because, you know, there's gotta be a difference to RV life. Versus tiny home living. Versus a tiny home that's stationary. Yeah. On a, and on especially a because we didn't have to go full tiny home or full rv life we had a home at home with all of our with things. all of our things so it's like we didn't sell everything we didn't you know downsize really we just upgraded in a way so to be able to be able to do that too with the rv you know we were traveling regularly we were going out on adventures we really didn't spend a lot of time in the rv because yeah. usually what we would do was you know, we would drive to wherever it was going. We'd park the RV. Yeah. We'd get it all hooked up and then we'd leave. Because it's so, it's such a tiny space. And unless we're sitting inside watching movies all day, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Literally. Like it's there's literally nothing to do. a place to make food, a place to use the bathroom, to shower, to sleep. to sleep. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Other than that. So we, because we spent a lot of time like going tr like okay, on let's adventures. Go to the park. Let's, let's go. go. To yeah, this, to this landmark. Get really tan. Right. We're outside every day. So we, we went out and did a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But if you were living in that same confined space, but it was parked on a piece of property. That would be a completely different experience. It would. And I have thought about that. I've thought, what if we did buy a really nice RV and get the hookups to it so you can have your water running. You never have to like empty your black tank or anything like that. Like you just... It just is a cycling through a like a, basically a small home. And I thought, you know, I think I could do that if we also had a garage on the property right next to it where it's like that was heated, stuff. kind of like a home, but not like for your food or anything. It's just, yeah. So you could have a little bit of extra stuff, but that there could also be like a wide open place for the kids to go crazy in the winter or something, mm -hmm. you know, like indoors where it's warm and protected. So anyways, that's, that is a thought on my mind I've been having lately. Like, what if we did do that? But on the flip side, a nice big home also has a lot of advantages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Like, it's nice to be able to have a room dedicated to filming Beach Theory. Yep. You know, and to have a nice big closet for all of our books and all of our, you know, clothes and all of our nice things. Yep. Rather than just cycling through the same three outfits or four outfits. Which is true. And when you run out of something or if you lose something, you have to go rebuy it because... And you can't have more than one or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So it's nice having a home with yeah, space. That is true. Because imagine trying to work on a project, but you don't have a garage because you're living in an RV. Yeah, yeah. It'd and that possible. was it's true yeah like we had if we ever did anything extra it was kind of like at other people's houses right like we had to go to family or something before we were able to do those extra things so it is a in a way it's a, trade. A, a limiting lifestyle but in the ways that you limit yourself it's also very rewarding and fulfilling i think i think to me tiny home living or really RV life, because that's what I've only had experience in, yeah. is more of a, I like to do it every now and then. 
I would mm-hmm. never want to live that way forever. Like every summer you would, like when it's good temperatures and when you can go outside a lot. But I think that goes with anything because like I love camping up in the mountains. Do I want to become a mountain man and live there forever? No, but it's fun to go every now and then. Mm-hmm. I love to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Do I want to live on a beach forever? You know, yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably not because... Yeah. You know, that comes w- with its own pros and cons, right? Yeah. And I kind of like That's what you what are. You right are now. a wanderer. I like having everything, but just not all at the same time. I like being able to be like, what am I in the mood for today? Tiny home. Here we go. Let's go live in the tiny home. Let's go live well, in the mansion. Let's go live is, on the beach. You know? I have thought a lot about how big our house is and like how that affects our health in a lot of ways. Hmm. I think like sometimes it's very, very good for our health because like... Mental health or physical health? physical health because you walk walk a lot yeah seriously (laughs) you walk walk a lot um that is true sometimes i'm like (sighs) oh why do i have to walk all the way to bed i have to walk all over here just to this is first world problems right here we are whining and complaining that is not (laughs) what we're meaning to do oh god we're just talking pros and cons here and this is our life so beach theory it is nice in the rv to be like i need to go from my bedroom to the kitchen it's like two steps later well, now I'm Whoa, in the kitchen. I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> what should I eat? Oh, the fridge? It's right behind me. All I have to do is turn around. <laughs> oh, I need to go to the bathroom? One step later. <laughs> you just sidestep and you're in the bathroom. Sidestep and you're in the living room. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Um, but, you know, like, um, it's easier, actually, I think, to make healthy food in an RV than it is in our kitchen right now. Well, there's another problem. There's a lot less space for food. So you're so I think the thing is like though, you, we only ever had a couple days worth of food. Always, yep. Always. Mm-hmm. We never had a week's worth. So we never I think had a we month's had worth a supply. Small ish R V in general. You know, like compared to the most RVs yes, out there today. Like it's it was it typical was, for the nineteen ninety three models. Yeah. Like we just had RVs have just gotten very bigger storage over the years. Like, <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, so um like but in in the way of eating i feel like i made better choices because i was actually really good at being on top of planning out what meals we were going to have and making sure i had everything you had to because there was no other choice but like here it's like there's so many choices for everything that it's almost overwhelming to me and like um Actually, we went to uh, a couple of years ago. We went to like a, I don't know, science museum thing, and they were talking about how too many choices makes people sad, and too many choice and too few choices makes people sad. So if you're given one choice, it's like you feel ripped off. If you're given thirty choices, you feel stressed out, and you can't like narrow it down very easily. If you're given six choices, it's perfect like that's the perfect amount of choices for someone's optimal happiness and i just thought about that in so many ways because you know like like going in the rv we had very minimal of everything Mm -hmm. and my mental health was thriving i think Mm -hmm. and like and the movies something about just not ever worrying about a bad thing popping up on a screen or like a bad commercial on TV or like like they were literally we got to pick and choose 
20 different Disney movies and they got to pick and choose between those the whole time. And that was it. And they were happy. They and were. And I was happy. Like, I didn't feel... I think that's the biggest lesson is I didn't feel sad without so much. I felt happier. That's weird. Like, you, you think, think be better, the, yeah. like, bigger is better or more is better. But it wasn't. It's not. Like, I think it's better with less. Oh, man, I really want to go on a trip now. <laughs> You're we killing me. We talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the thing is, I already know what trip I want to take. What? Tell me. Tell me. The rest of the USA. Yeah, because we haven't done those ones yet. <laughs> we did like three states. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, you know. He loves planning and he loves like the whole. I love planning the trip. Let's talk just behind as much the scenes the of itself. Mystery's trip. Well, is that going along with the topic? Yes. Okay. Behind the scenes of Mr. E's trip, he planned every single day to a T. He absolutely loved like the behind the scenes part of it. And I think that was just so I mean, I guess maybe it's not going along with the topic in a way, but it's just that you were it's really, not at really, all really going good along at that. With the topic. <laughs> but I appreciate you saying that I was really good at that. No, I I I do, but honestly, like all of our talk about this. It's the lifestyle that I crave. Yeah. It's the living in the RV. It's the living in that Simpler. small space, the simple life. That's what I crave. That's what I want. Like, and there's a time and a place for it. Like, I think when we did it, we didn't even know that we needed it. Like, that that was going to be something we needed in our life. And that was very good for us. And, like, I think, you know, there's a time and a place when it's not the right. We like, also didn't have a baby. We didn't have a baby and I wasn't pregnant. And that was a very important factor going into that. Because if I was puking every day and car sick every day, we lived in a car. Like it's a moving vehicle that would have made me horribly miserable the whole time. So Charlie like, was two years old, almost three. Almost potty trained. So it was like. That would be, we would have to wait two year two years. Yeah. For Max to be old enough for us to do that same trip. Yeah. And have it be the equivalent. Of, so not next summer, and but the summer just after. just like the timing of it with our kids being a little bit older and like being able to go out and... Oh, it was so good. It was so good. I still think it would be fun to take Max and do it. Even now. Like right now. Let's go. Let's buy another RV and let's get it bigger this time. <laughs> I don't think it'd be fun to take Max right now. He wakes up in the middle of the night and we have to change baby diapers and give him bottles. That's true. That's not very fun. Well, we get a different RV that would work better for that. (laughs) Actually, that is something. If we we could change, I think I would get one that had slide outs to make it a little bit bigger just because it was very, very cramped. And I think I would get one that had a bunk room for all of the kids to have their own bed. Um, Because we always were constantly using the fold-down table Mm -hmm. and the fold-down couch and the pull-down bed. So it would be nice to not have to like transform the whole house in order to have bedtime. We got to the point where we could transform the whole house. Oh, so easy in like two minutes. Yeah. Maybe 120 seconds. (laughs) 90 yep. seconds 90 seconds that's what I, was. <laughs> I was like okay it's bedtime boom, boom. bedtime everybody get in bed also 
it would be so much easier now because we've discovered melatonin. Mm. Oh. Well, oh, I wish that was right kids were getting up earlier. We were getting up earlier. We were yeah. also going to bed earlier. Yes, we were. Just by default. Because yep. the kids were we so close, have... we had to be quiet, which meant that we... We couldn't watch movies we unless we had headphones or something. We watch shows for hours like we were used to. Yep. So they would go to bed. We would literally be right behind them going to sleep. Yep. And we, we all got up early. Yep. It was nice, man. <sighs> Good times. And, you know, one of the biggest things about living in a big house is they're so far away when we're sleeping and we can just lock our door. And so they get up in the morning, they get themselves breakfast. They're it's on autopilot. It's kind of like a separate life sometimes. It's almost like we're so far apart. That it's uncomfortable. That, it, that we feel disconnected. Which brings us to our next point, which is I want to do a hybrid of a lifestyle here in this house, which is very non-typical for... You're only hybriding one thing, and that is bringing the kids closer to us. It is, but it's also very weird. And I don't think anybody with any kind of sense would do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like We kind of don't have a brain. Uh, no, it's, it's not that. It's really just that I want to be closer to them, and I want to be able to um, not feel so far apart in this big house. So this is what we're going to do. What? I'm going to tell them our plan. Okay. We're going to turn our master bedroom into a bunk room for the kids yep and i want to have all of them in the same room because i feel like it's fine and they get changed like you know in a in their closet or in the bathroom each of their each of their room so it's going to be a bunk room so not with bunk beds but like actually bedroom spaces that are on that there's like a so our, split level our house is with a extra loft. tall it's so the ceilings like are so foot tall ceiling. so we're going to split it in half have six foot bedroom here a little six foot bedroom on top and a little ladder so james's bedroom is up on top and it's up and then there's a wall dividing his little bedroom space and corbin's and we'll have ellie and charlie and max down on the bottom area and yeah they'll each have a curtain that they can slide so yep. that they can have privacy in their bed and their little dresser for their toys and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we, because that's going to be where our bedroom is now, that room, it's like a master suite. So it has a giant, um, it has a really, really giant bedroom. And that's where we're at right now. Then it has a big closet. Then it has a bedroom closet. It's like huge. It's, it's a bedroom. It has a window in it and a fan in it. Like... And tons of lights in it. And right now it has tons of shelving and like an uh, island. But it's big enough to easily fit our queen, our king size bed in there. With a few other things that we need. Like the baby's crib and the rocking chair. And so, so it's like a normal size room. And turn that into our bedroom. Yep. So we'll also have a very small little bedroom space. Yeah. But it's just all that we need. And we'll be really close to the kids. And why not? Mm -hmm. I want to be closer to them. And this house, this is a good house. It is a good house. But we did buy it with the intention of having two houses. Um, and where we are is not enough bedrooms. And it's far away from the kids. And it's just uncomfortable that way. So hopefully that will solve kind of our issues with the setup of this house and being so far away from the kids. And we'll be able to feel a little bit just closer together as a family. And 
And then Michael will actually have the boys' bedroom for his office, and it will just be a little bit better of a setup. Yeah, I'm really this, excited. This front room can turn go back to being more of a studio. The my office can be a studio space. This room will go back to a living room. Did you say studio? For beach theory. Oh, maybe. I was. Well, at least have it's a not a kid's bedroom anymore. Yeah, it's not going to be. So we right now literally have a bunk bed in the front room because <laughs> there's only one other bedroom besides <laughs> ours for you the kids. You guys want to see some behind the scenes if you're watching on YouTube. Yes. Here's some behind the scenes. Look at this. I'm sure this will be entertaining to anybody that's like me who wants to see stuff like this. That's Ellie's and Charlie's bed. <laughs> so professional. Well, we do what we can. So it'll be nice to have this be dedicated space so the microphones aren't getting bonked all the time by kids playing in this bedroom. Yeah. And Michael will often have like business meetings with other people over and stuff. And like, it's, it's fine having them in the kitchen or, you know, in the main living area, but it would be a lot nicer sometimes to have like a closed off room where they can go and, and talk about everything they need to talk about and not have kids running in and screaming. And sometimes they're even doing video calls with lots of people. And like, yeah. we don't want to have the kids screaming in the background or, yeah. you know, it's just a little bit harder that way. So it will be, it will hopefully be a lot, lot better. And I'm really excited to just get that feel of closeness to the kids again. Because mm -hmm. I think for a while now, I've just been craving it and we don't have it here. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. I want it. It helped our family a lot, I think. So let us know what do you guys think about tiny home living versus big home living. What do you prefer what and your, why? What have been your experiences and what do you like or dislike about either one? And I think I used to feel like I want to have more things, more, more, more. I don't know why, but just collecting things helped me feel safer, I think, more prepared for life or whatever. And now I'm like, you know what? That's not necessary. Like, I think I can live happily with much, much less and feel like a good steward over what I do own. Like I'm a yeah. good, I can take better care of each thing versus not take care of anything because there's way too much, you know? Totally. So thanks guys for listening to Beach Theory today. This is a fun topic. Yeah. Let us know in the comments or send us a voice message on Anchor if you guys want us to talk about anything specific. And also we're going to be doing live streams every single first Wednesday of the month here on Beach Theory on YouTube. So make sure to come every Wednesday, tune into that live stream and we'll be taking your calls live on the air. So that's going to be a lot of fun and we hope to be able to see you guys there. All right. Bye. Bye.